Good morning. Welcome to Meditating the Word. If you have ever struggled to read through the Bible, I have great news for you. In about 20 minutes a day, we are reading through the entire Bible this year. I'm Cherie, your guide and fellow traveler on this journey. Whether you are a seasoned Bible reader or diving into Scripture for the first time, I'm thrilled that you are here with us. As we enter our 10th month together, we transition from the Old Testament and embrace the teachings of the New Testament. Today is day 290. We are reading Matthew 14, Mark 6, and Luke 9 from the World English Bible. Ready to hear what God has for us today? Let's dive in. The Good News or Gospel According to Matthew Chapter 14 At that time, Herod the Tetrarch heard the report concerning Jesus and said to his servants, This is John the Baptizer. He is risen from the dead. That is why these powers work in him. For Herod had John arrested, bound him, and put him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife. For John said to him, It is not lawful for you to have her. When he would have put him to death, he feared the multitude, because they counted him as a prophet. But when Herod's birthday came, the daughter of Herodias danced among them and pleased Herod. Therefore he promised with an oath to give her whatever she should ask. She, being prompted by her mother, said, Give me here on a platter the head of John the baptizer. The king was grieved, But for the sake of his oaths and of those who sat at the table with him, he commanded it to be given, and he sent and beheaded John in the prison. His head was brought on a platter and given to the young lady, and she brought it to her mother. His disciples came, took the body, and buried it. Then they went and told Jesus. Now when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to a deserted place apart. When the multitudes heard it, they followed him on foot from the cities. Jesus went out, and he saw a great multitude. He had compassion on them and healed their sick. When evening had come, his disciples came to him, saying, This place is deserted, and the hour is already late. Send the multitudes away, that they may go into the villages and buy themselves food. But Jesus said to them, They don't need to go away. You give them something to eat. They told him, We only have here five loaves and two fish. He said, Bring them here to me. He commanded the multitudes to sit down on the grass, and he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, He blessed, broke, and gave the loaves to his disciples, and the disciples gave to the multitudes. They all ate and were filled. They took up twelve baskets full of that which remained left over from the broken pieces. Those who ate were about five thousand men, in addition to women and children. Immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side, while he sent the multitudes away. After he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into the mountain by himself to pray. When evening had come, he was there alone. 
But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, distressed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. In the fourth watch of the night, Jesus came to them, walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It's a ghost! And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Cheer up, it is I, don't be afraid. Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the waters. He said, Come. Peter stepped down from the boat and walked on the waters to come to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was strong, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus stretched out his hand, took hold of him, and said to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got up into the boat, the wind ceased. Those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, You are truly the Son of God. When they had crossed over, they came into the land of Gennesaret. When the people of that place recognized him, they sent into all that surrounding region and brought to him all who were sick, and they begged him that they might just touch the fringe of his garment. As many as touched it were made whole. The Good News or Gospel According to Mark Chapter 6 He went out from there. He came into his own country, and his disciples followed him. When the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, Where did this man get these things? And what is the wisdom that is given to this man that such mighty works come about by his hands? Isn't this the carpenter, the son of Mary, and brother of James, Joseph, Judah, and Simon? Aren't his sisters here with us? So they were offended at him. Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, and among his own relatives, and in his own house. He could do no mighty work there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. He marveled because of their unbelief. He went around the villages teaching. He called to himself the twelve, and began to send them out two by two, and he gave them authority over the unclean spirits. He commanded them that they should take nothing for their journey, except a staff only, no bread, no wallet, no money in their purse, but to wear sandals and not put on two tunics. He said to them, Wherever you enter into a house, stay there until you depart from there. Whoever will not receive you nor hear you, as you depart from there, shake off the dust that is under your feet for a testimony against them. Assuredly, I tell you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. They went out and preached that people should repent. They cast out many demons and anointed many with oil who were sick and healed them. King Herod heard this, for his name had become known, and he said, John the baptizer has risen from the dead, and therefore these powers are at work in him. 
But others said, He is Elijah. Others said, He is a prophet, or like one of the prophets. But Herod, when he heard this, said, This is John, whom I beheaded. He is risen from the dead. For Herod himself had sent out and arrested John, and bound him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, for he had married her. For John had said to Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Herodias set herself against him and desired to kill him, but she couldn't. For Herod feared John, knowing that he was a righteous and holy man, and kept him safe. When he heard him, he did many things, and he heard him gladly. Then a convenient day came, when Herod, on his birthday, made a supper for his nobles, the high officers and the chief men of Galilee. When the daughter of Herodias herself came in and danced, she pleased Herod and those sitting with him. The king said to the young lady, Ask me whatever you want, and I will give it to you. He swore to her, Whatever you ask of me, I will give you up to half of my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, What shall I ask? She said, The head of John the baptizer. She came in immediately with haste to the king and requested, I want you to give me right now the head of John the baptizer on a platter. The king was exceedingly sorry, but for the sake of his oaths and of his dinner guests, he didn't wish to refuse her. Immediately the king sent out a soldier of his guard and commanded to bring John's head, and he went and beheaded him in the prison and brought his head on a platter and gave it to the young lady, and the young lady gave it to her mother. When the disciples heard this, they came and took up his corpse and laid it in a tomb. The apostles gathered themselves together to Jesus, and they told him all things, whatever they had done and whatever they had taught. He said to them, Come away into a deserted place and rest a while. For there were many coming and going, and they had no leisure so much as to eat. They went away in the boat to a deserted place by themselves. They saw them going, and many recognized him and ran there on foot from all the cities. They arrived before them and came together to him. Jesus came out, saw a great multitude, and he had compassion on them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. When it was late in the day, his disciples came to him and said, This place is deserted, and it is late in the day. Send them away, that they may go into the surrounding country and villages, and buy themselves bread, for they have nothing to eat. But he answered them, You give them something to eat. They asked him, Shall we go and buy two hundred denarii worth of bread, and give them something to eat? He said to them, How many loaves do you have? Go see. When they knew, they said, Five and two fish. He commanded them that everyone should sit down in groups on the green grass. They sat down in ranks by hundreds and by fifties. He took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke the loaves, and he gave to his disciples to set before them and he divided the two fish among them all. 
They all ate and were filled. They took up twelve baskets full of broken pieces and also of the fish. Those who ate the loaves were five thousand men. Immediately he made his disciples get into the boat and go ahead to the other side, to Bethsaida, while he himself sent the multitude away. After he had taken leave of them, he went up the mountain to pray. When evening had come, the boat was in the middle of the sea, and he was alone on the land. Seeing them distressed in rowing, for the wind was contrary to them, about the fourth watch of the night he came to them walking on the sea. And he would have passed them by, but they, when they saw him walking on the sea, supposed that it was a ghost, and cried out, for they all saw him and were troubled. But he immediately spoke with them and said to them, Cheer up, it is I. Don't be afraid. He got into the boat with them, and the wind ceased, and they were very amazed among themselves and marveled, for they hadn't understood about the loaves, but their hearts were hardened. When they had crossed over, they came to land at Gennesaret and moored to the shore. When they had come out of the boat, immediately the people recognized him and ran around that whole region and began to bring those who were sick on their mats to where they heard he was. Wherever he entered into villages or into cities or into the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might just touch the fringe of his garment. And as many as touched him, were made well. The Good News, or Gospel, according to Luke, chapter 9. He called the twelve together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. He sent them out to preach God's kingdom and to heal the sick. He said to them, Take nothing for your journey, no staffs, nor wallet, nor bread, nor money, don't have two tunics each. Into whatever house you enter, stay there and depart from there. As many as don't receive you, when you depart from that city, shake off even the dust from your feet for a testimony against them. They departed and went throughout the villages, preaching the good news and healing everywhere. Now Herod the Tetrarch heard of all that was done by him, and he was very perplexed because it was said by some that John had risen from the dead, and by some that Elijah had appeared, and by others that one of the old prophets had risen again. Herod said, I beheaded John, but who is this about whom I hear such things? He sought to see him. The apostles, when they had returned, told him what things they had done. He took them and withdrew apart to a desert region of a city called Bethsaida, but the multitudes perceiving it followed him. He welcomed them, spoke to them of God's kingdom, and he cured those who needed healing. The day began to wear away, and the twelve came and said to him, Send the multitude away, that they may go into the surrounding villages and farms, and lodge and get food for we are here in a deserted place. But he said to them, You give them something to eat. They said, We have no more than five loaves and two fish, 
unless we should go and buy food for all these people. For there were about five thousand men. He said to his disciples, Make them sit down in groups of about fifty each. They did so, and made them all sit down. He took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to the sky, he blessed them, broke them, and gave them to the disciples to set before the multitude. They ate and were all filled. They gathered up twelve baskets of broken pieces that were left over. As he was praying alone, the disciples were near him, and he asked them, Who do the multitude say that I am? They answered, John the baptizer, but others say Elijah, and others that one of the old prophets has risen again. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Peter answered, The Christ of God. But he warned them and commanded them to tell this to no one, saying, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and scribes, and be killed, and the third day be raised up. He said to all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever will lose his life for my sake will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits his own self? For whoever will be ashamed of me and of my words, of him will the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. But I tell you the truth. There are some of those who stand here who will in no way taste of death until they see God's kingdom. About eight days after these sayings, he took with him Peter, John, and James, and went up onto the mountain to pray. As he was praying, the appearance of his face was altered, and his clothing became white and dazzling. Behold, two men were talking with him, who were Moses and Elijah, who appeared in glory and spoke of his departure, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and those who were with him were heavy with sleep, but when they were fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with them. As they were parting from him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let's make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah, not knowing what he said. While he said these things, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were afraid as they entered into the cloud. A voice came out of the cloud, saying, This is my beloved Son. Listen to him. When the voice came, Jesus was found alone. They were silent and told no one in those days any of the things which they had seen. On the next day, when they had come down from the mountain, a great multitude met him. Behold, a man from the crowd cried out, saying, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son, for he is my only born child. Behold, a spirit takes him. He suddenly cries out, and it convulses him, so that he foams, and it hardly departs from him, bruising him severely. I begged your disciples to cast it out, 
and they couldn't. Jesus answered, Faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you and bear with you? Bring your son here. While he was still coming, the demon threw him down and convulsed him violently. But Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit, healed the boy, and gave him back to his father. They were all astonished at the majesty of God. But while all were marveling at all the things which Jesus did, he said to his disciples, Let these words sink into your ears, for the Son of Man will be delivered up into the hands of men. But they didn't understand this saying. It was concealed from them that they should not perceive it, and they were afraid to ask him about this saying. An argument arose among them about which of them was the greatest. Jesus, perceiving the reasoning of their hearts, took a little child and set him by his side and said to them, Whoever receives this little child in my name receives me. Whoever receives me receives him who sent me. For whoever is least among you, this one will be great. John answered, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we forbade him because he doesn't follow with us. Jesus said to him, Don't forbid him, for he who is not against us is for us. It came to pass, when the days were near that he should be taken up, he intently set his face to go to Jerusalem and sent messengers before his face. They went and entered into a village of the Samaritans so as to prepare for him. They didn't receive him, because he was traveling with his face set toward Jerusalem. When his disciples James and John saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from the sky and destroy them, just as Elijah did? But he turned and rebuked them. You don't know of what kind of spirit you are. For the Son of Man didn't come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. They went to another village. As they went on the way, a certain man said to him, I want to follow you wherever you go, Lord. Jesus said to him, The foxes have holes, and the birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. He said to another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, allow me first to go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, Leave the dead to bury their own dead, but you go and announce God's kingdom. Another also said, I want to follow you, Lord, but first allow me to say goodbye to those who are at my house. But Jesus said to him, No one, having put his hand to the plow and looking back, is fit for God's kingdom. Father God, the compassion of Jesus is hard for us to comprehend. When his cousin, John the Baptizer, was killed, he longed to go off by himself to speak with you. I think we sometimes forget that he walked this earth as a human with the same emotions we have. His sorrow must have been great. Yet, when the multitudes followed him, we are told he had compassion on them. He taught them and healed the sick among them until it was late 
Then when his disciples would have turned the people away, Jesus insisted they be fed. Again, we see that you are able to use what we have. You are the God of multiplication. With only five loaves and two fish, the multitude of 5,000 men plus women and children were fed. With 12 baskets full of leftovers, help us to have the compassion of Jesus and to trust that you were able to make whatever we have more than enough. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on Meditating the Word. As we close another chapter in our journey, it's important to remember that understanding the Bible is a process, and we know that faith comes by hearing the Word, and understanding comes through planting it in our hearts and meditating on it. Thank you for joining me today. I hope to meet you here again tomorrow and every day as we continue reading the Bible together. This is Cherie, reminding you that you are in my prayers. I look forward to spending time with you again tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.